Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. Today, my friends, today is going to be a deep, a deep down dark episode. This is not Corey's normal, I'm so happy, life's good. This is not that podcast, my friends. Today, I want to take you on a journey on what it feels like to lose a bid. Because I am feeling it right now. And I just said, screw it. I'm just going to jump on and record it and get this thing laid down as I'm fresh into getting the news of a deal that I've been working super hard on that I just got crushed. I mean, crushed. And I just want to, I'm going to peel back the layers a little bit so you guys can understand that this is the journey. And like, I'll get better, but right now, I'm pissed. I'm fucking pissed. Because I didn't get this deal. And I don't, I mean, gosh, damn it. Oh, it makes me so mad. <laughs> so you're going to get it. Like, it's raw today, my friends. It's raw. It's right now. It, I am I am living it. I'm feeling it. And um, this is, <laughs> it is the journey <laughs> Unfortunately, I wish it was better. I wish I could tell you that you're going to feel great when you when you lose a deal, but it's not the truth. You feel kind of like, what the hell, dude? So here's here's what happened. So me and this deal, and, and the property was called Access. Uh, it was a, st a student housing property in Edwardsville, Indy, Illinois. And... Um, you know, I, I found the deal through, actually, through an email. <laughs> I got a stupid email, and it just so happened to said receiver receivership or in receivership or something like bank-owned. So I was like, ooh, let me look at that. And then I found that it was student. I'm like, even better, because I like student. So went out, did site visit on this property, and, you know, the property was like 75% occupied. That was, at least that's where it was at on the T12. And it had, you know, it had been in foreclosure. It's been in receivership for almost a year, year and a half, I think. So the initial site visit was to go out there and just see, you know, like, what's wrong? what What's going on? And as we got there, it became really apparent. We started to understand the story of this deal. And the story was this. It was built in 2014, sold the very next year, 2015, for 32.5 million bucks. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. If you want to learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. The following year, a new property built right next door to it that was student as well, except this property put the nicest products ever, like granite, 
um, stainless steel appliances, um, really nice washer and dryers, like the high-end stuff, and and then came in at the same price point, took 50% of the uh, subject property accesses students in, in that year, which made a real financial burden on that owner. And then the next following year, another property built on the south side of town for student. And then the next year, another project built on the south side. So eventually it fell into foreclosure. And so, and when we looked at the, so we drove all the comps, we went into every um, comp. There's like four mainly student housing projects like that are open market, that are not campus owned. And we found that our property had just, it was the most basic of all basics. In other words, it was builder grade material all throughout. And so it had room to improve, but it was actually in one of the better locations. Um, and what we decided was, hey, we don't have to compete with the Taj Mahal right across the street. We can just be a good wingman. So anyways, uh, you know, we looked at the deal. We, we felt like, it had a true story that we understood and we were going to put about $1.5 million of capital improvement money to update all the units and get them to a standard where we could probably lease up and increase rents significantly. And the market, by the way, at the time, this was just like last, well, I'm recording this in like March. So we probably went to that site visit in January. But in January, they're all like 95% occupied. So the market is 95. But our property, subject property, we're looking to buy is 75% occupancy. So there's an occupancy play. There's also a rent bump play. And then, you know, come to find out the property, act, you know, after three years of being mismanaged and not doing well, I and mean, there was a time that it had 600 open work orders. So this had what I would say everything wrong and like it was the right asset we were ready to make a bid now the broker had called me and said hey the whisper price is 22 million whisper price 22 million so we're like okay 22 million and i'm like man i don't think that it's going to trade at 22 million i think it's going to trade for more i've been around the block a little bit and so on student or on bank owned property, sometimes you can come just with a number that the, that makes sense, and the banks are willing just to go ahead and let it go. And because I didn't want to have all the you know competition of best and final and all that stuff, so we kind of put some feelers out there saying, "Hey, listen to the broker. If we were to come in at this price, you know, can we just do a deal?" Well, submit the LOI, submit it, you know, kind of like, let me put out some fillers. So we didn't submit an LOI, but we told them our numbers and stuff like that. I'm going to call that mistake number one. I, I probably shouldn't have done it, but I want it because it's worked for me in single family. I should have known that there's going to be, the bank's going to follow their process on multifamily, multiple bids, multiple offers. So probably shot myself in the foot because the broker was whispering 22 mil we came in at 24 mil. And so when we actually did the LOI, we came in at 23.5 mil. And then on best and we were invited to best and final. And I stroked $24 million. Now, 
the whole time I'm communicating with this broker, everything that I teach, I have done. I am telling this broker a million times that I want to be the owner. I think I'm the right buyer. I, we're starting to finally develop a little bit of a relationship, I felt like. And so I really thought $24 million was going to be the highest bid. Okay, so now I'm going to get to the point where I'm pissed, okay? Because it's not. <laughs> Man. I can't even, I can't, I want to cry right now. I'm sitting doing this live. <laughs> and I want to go throw some chairs. I want to break some stuff. I want to punch someone in the face. That's how I'm feeling right now. I, I'm truly pissed off. <laughs> I'll get over it. I will. But I just want to I want to be very clear on how this roller coaster sometimes it goes. And of no fault of my own, I followed all my I mean, I did everything right. <laughs> we get invited to after the best and final round, they're like, okay, well, it was basically me and another group. And I'm thinking at this point, I've got the highest offer. Can't can't be another offer at the same offer price that I am. So then, you know, and the brokers tell me, hey, surety of close is important and all this stuff. So I'm, you know, we have a proof of funds for about four and a half million. It's a nine million dollar raise, but four and a half million dollar proof of funds. Um, now, knowing what I want to know now, I would have found another partner to show me another bank statement to get to closer to nine million dollar raise that I needed. Because <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> Come to find out. So, I mean, and we have like an hour long interview with the bank. And I tell you, I, I'm like, I'm smoking this thing, man. Like we own a property a mile or an hour and a half down the road. That student, 511 beds. So somewhat of the same size. I've got history. I've got, I've got money. I've got capital. Um, but I don't have all the capital. So that was the only part of the whole situation that was a little bit different because they're like, well, how are you going to proof up the rest of the money? I'm like, well, th that's what I do. I raise capital, right? Like, I'm a syndicator. And, you know, normally on deals that we were not raising $10 million deals. So um, anyways, you know, I, but we handled it perfectly. It was great. There was no like, listen, we've closed all these deals. It's not like... <laughs> We, we were not in the business and we own one right down the road. And, you know, I got my broker involved. He already sent a letter. Uh, I mean, we got everybody involved and I'm, I'm almost positive. I'm winning this deal. That's my mindset up till about 20 minutes ago. But yesterday I had this feeling, man, I'm not gonna lie. I had this feeling yesterday that I'm not going to win this this bid and I'm like man why would I not win it but it was just like I felt it I'm telling you and finally I get the call today 20 minutes ago <laughs> Corey I got bad news you didn't win and I'm just like I'm so pissed what do I you know the broker and the broker is <laughs> I feel so bad I am so sorry. I, you know, I really thought you were going to win. And I don't know how much of that is just BS or not, right? Because I'm like, dude, I would have went 24-5. If you would have just given me any hint that there was competition, I would have 
I would have outbid him. I could have paid more. I was going to, like, I'm slamming this deal, dude. This deal's got so much meat on it. Are you kidding me? I'm the one who told you 24 million. You were telling me 22. So how did that other guy come to get the same ass bid that I did? Well, it's because the broker told him. Okay, let's be honest. So my relationship with this broker is not good. Now, I'm going to make some lemonade out of this, okay? Because right now, I, it is lemons. And I'm pissed. Fucking pissed right now. Gosh damn it, I'm pissed. But what can I do, right? I can't do... I mean... Oh... It, it hurts, okay? This is the pain that you will feel, I promise you, when you go through a deal that you put a lot of time in and you know, you know the deal's it, man. Like, there was no doubt if I win this deal, I'm killing it, man. I'm actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill it. But I didn't get, I didn't win, man. I didn't win. So, now... What's funny is, so the broker calls me and he's telling me like, dude, I feel bad. This is how I'm going to make lemonade. So I'm just checking my email right now. Like I'm doing this live. Okay. It's like 423. As discussed, please let me know which of these deals feels best. And I'll get you a look at the numbers ASAP. So the broker feels bad for me. He's like, I, I'm going to tell him I want to buy them all. Huh. I'm not even going to, I'm like, dude, I'll buy them all. I, I want every deal you got that you just are showing me. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to like, I'm hoping this turns out, this is going to be a great story. I might have, hopefully I have a second episode on this to talk about. And then I'm going to bring this broker on and we're going to talk about it. Cause uh, I'm, what I'm feeling right now is I'm so freaking heated right now. That I want to, I just want to rip something up. Oh my God. <laughs> and all I can do is laugh. And, you know, I'm sorry to make a morbid uh, podcast, but this may be the most real podcast you'll ever hear about in a multifamily deal where someone, it didn't go right. This shit went wrong. And I'm pissed. Gosh damn it, I'm pissed. Now, <laughs> so. He's got, he's got, he sent me three deals. One's in the same market. And he, and this is his exact, exact words. We're like, Corey, I'm going to, I think I can call this one guy because I sold him the deal. I think I can get you this other deal and just make it completely off market so you don't have anybody, any competition. That's either he really feels that bad or, um, he just realizes that I'm a good buyer and he wants to take care of me. Now, listen, here's the real truth, Kay. This too shall pass. There are many, many, many deals out there, okay? And this is the part that, you know, <laughs> I want to make sure you guys understand. And this is, and, and I understand this, even though I'm, I'm mad and I'll be upset for a minute, but at I can only stay mad for so long. And then I've got to dust myself off. I can have my, I'm giving myself about a 20 minute pity party. Okay. Probably about the, the full time of this podcast <laughs> to give myself a pity party and feel bad and feel shitty and, 
and be pissed off for a minute. And then I'm going to have to do what I've always done all my life, (laughs) which is pull myself up, dust myself off, get some words of encouragement from my wife, you know, self-reflect for a minute, look at myself in the mirror and tell myself that I'm a bad motherfucker. And then I'm the hardest working guy that I know and that I'll, I'll survive and I will find a better deal. I'll find more deals and that I'll, I'll, I will keep going on and that this is just part of the game and you got to be willing to take the losses so you can have some winners. And, um, so that's, what's going to happen. It may not feel that way right now, but I promise you this Chris, I can't even say his name right yet. (laughs) This broker, he's going to become my friend. I'm going to make it that way. And we'll talk about that moment when he called me. It's going to be infamous. Well, we're going to, I'll refer, like I already know, I'm, I'm, I'm prophesizing it right now because when he called, he knew my sentiment. I was pissed and just hurt. I couldn't believe it because I was like, dude, I thought you were my friend. My buddy, like, come on, we're working this deal. Like, it's going to be cool. You're a good dude. And, and I didn't win. And, um, but that's life. And I, I, and I, so if I can tell you guys anything that life, Murphy's law, all those things, they're always at work. And it's really, uh, how you feel, (sighs) how you conquer adversity. Today, I'm going through some adversity, and I just wanted you guys to hear it um, and feel it, maybe, right? Because, gosh damn it, it sucks. It sucks to go through when you feel like you should have won and you did it all right. But the truth is, I am winning because this broker just sent me three sweet deals. And, um, you know, maybe we can get one of them. Maybe we can get two of them. I don't know. But I will tell you this, this broker will know me from now on out. And you know what? That's all it takes is a couple good brokers to feed you good, solid deals. And, you know, what I've learned anything is, is that he who can persevere, who, he who never quits, he who keeps going no matter what, no matter the circumstances, good, bad, indifferent, those, my friends, those are the people that succeed in life and that can have a life like no other. So I'm going to firmly put my foot in that spot as I end this podcast. This is not going to be a long one, but I just wanted to share it with you. I wanted to show you how it feels to lose one that you really thought you were going to get and to get your face freaking stepped on and your nut, you know, get hit in the nutsack. Sorry for all my women that are listening. Okay, that's not appropriate. But that's what it feels like. <laughs> and that to know that life's going to go on. That tomorrow I'll wake up. Um, I, will, I will put on my suit of armor. And I'll go fight again. And I'll do it every day. Every day. I'm, I'm so willing to have this feeling every time. I don't like it. But it doesn't stop me from trying and trying. Because... I know that all I have to do 
is when one or two deals a year like this, this was a $24 million purchase, right? $24 million is will make most people's year. If I could do one or two deals like this, $24 million, um, I can I can win all day long and twice on Sundays, right? Willing to do it, love to do it. And um, the beauty of this game is that there is a never-ending supply of buyers and sellers and brokers and lenders. And all roads lead to those who work hard, work smart, can win. Are you ready for retirement? The majority of Americans are not. Failing Social Security and dated financial planning practices put strains on many retirees' finances. 46% of Americans admit they are not taking steps to prepare for the likelihood they outlive their retirement savings. Luckily, it's not too late. Diversify your portfolio. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. To learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room. And you can win too. That is why I love multifamily apartments. It's why I've created this podcast to give you the, um, just the real, man, the real. Most people talk about bullshit, right? They talk about how great, they, they never show you the dirt. I, I just chose not to. I like, listen, what does that help you? Talk about how great things are all the time. Sometimes people got to be real. And so this episode is a testimonial about how real this podcast is. Because let me tell you, I, 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 can't, I don't think I can get any real than I have been today in just the emotional part of it, right? Some people, we don't talk about that enough in the business, but... It's an emotional game. It's a it's an emotional roller coaster. Um, highs and lows. When you win, you win. When you lose, it sucks. Um, but I love this part of it. It reminds me of sports. I was active in sports when I was younger. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, or what I call learn. And so today's learning. And then you always got to. And this is what I tell my son: is you know, losing is part of life. You got to be willing to ha- fail and have a failure. And it's how you would deal with that adversity is really what helps you propel yourself to the next level and to have the grit to be able to do what most people will never do. Most people will not be multimillionaires. Most people will not make, you know, um, half a million dollars of passive income, uh, you know, because they can. Most people will not have a net worth upwards of 20, 25 million dollars, right? Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, know it's possible. Know that you can start off as a used car salesman like me and no degree and have it all, my friends, and have it and have a life that is blessed and beyond measure. That's the life I'm living. And I want to share it and give it to you in all the ways I know possible. And one of the ways is I got to show you the inside right of the the parts that most people will never never talk about the the, the podcast that most uh, other podcasters are too afraid to show you because it'll pierce that they're so good and, and it'll show you that they're humanity and this is the space that I live in 
And so I know that. I know that that's why you listen to this podcast is because it is real. It is true. And all I'm going to ask right now, and I'm, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, if you're listening to this podcast and if you don't share it, shame on you. Shame on you. I invite you right now to go and share this episode. It is one of the most rewarding episodes, um, I think, of my career. That since the three years that I've been doing this, this is the most raw that I've ever done. And I just like, I'm feeling this emotion. I'm just going to record it. I want you guys to see what it feels like to lose. And it sucks, right? But the truth is, I'm going to make some lemonade. And when that when I do do this deal, I'm going to have another podcast. And I'm going to reference this podcast, the one that I'm doing right now. And then I'm going to bring the broker on and we're going to talk about it because I think that's what's going to happen. I truly believe he just gave me three deals. One of them is going to work and it'll be just like it that the other one didn't really even matter. That, my friends, is how you make some lemonade out of those nasty ass lemons. It's all about mindset, guys. I tell you this each and every episode, man. I am a successful investor. I tell myself daily that money flows to me. Money attracts to me because I know how to make it grow. I am captivated. I am the person in charge of my own destiny. And I promise I will not fail. I'm destined to be successful. I'm destined to be great. You can too. If you believe it, you can achieve it in your paradise is possible.